0: if there's one takeaway from this particular podcast it would be to let you guys know support the small guys because at the end of the day you know that's big business has a better chance of of survival anyway they've got the they've got the fat that can sort of you know get them through the the lean winter months so to speak but um if you can support your small local brewery or um, supplier whether it be a coffee shop bottle shop um you know whatever it might be uh get on board Radio Brews News is proudly presented by Cryo Malt. With over 25 years in the field, Cryo Malt are dedicated to providing the finest brewing ingredients to help brewers create the foundations of a truly excellent beer. They are your premium brewing partner and proud sponsors of Brews News, and in particular, Brews News Week. I'm your host, Pete Mitchum, and joining me is Matt Kierkegaard. G'day, Matt. G'day, Pete. Flying solo this week. Well, there's two of us. Two well, they're, solos.
1: They're, well, I'm flying solo. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't have the crew... Don't have mic leads long enough to uh, give 1.5 meters of uh, distance between <laughs> us. And uh, yes, the uh, bruise News team is working from home.
0: Working from home, excellent. Mm. And uh, not not for anything untoward. No confirmed cases or anything, but just to uh, just I'm, to be safe. I, I've got a cold, but
1: you know, a, a very a cold common what? one.
0: <laughs> just oh, sorry. A cold. Yes, I'm I, with I, you. I've got a cold, but just a very very common cold. Well, I like to think that, um, you know, for our listeners, we can keep them up to date. We could, you know, this is the podcast that, you know, self-isolates, but we'll keep you informed by sort of peeking at the neighbourhood through the gap in the curtains um, as much as we can.
1: And and that's, you know, and I'll I'll be upfront about this, Pete, even before we sort of get into it. You know, I I was really uncertain about whether we do a podcast this week because um, I the situation is changing so rapidly. You know, I just sort of look at the difference that's happened since last week. And secondly, I just look at the number of hot takes on social media and, you know, the the, the number of points of
0: view that... It's a, it's a curse and a blessing, isn't it? Well, it, it, because social media can... And I look at um, the number of breweries who are able to communicate... Uh, on the run and as you say it's 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 so changing um (laughs) we're pretty good at at, you know being irrelevant fairly quickly after you know (laughs) after we've finished recording um but in the the time it's going to take us to record this podcast uh you know the authorities are are changing their advisories or you know schools are open then they're not and it's a never-changing landscape it's it is difficult to sort of to keep up but i think you're right i think social media um it brings out the best and the worst because we're able to or small businesses are able to, you know, communicate in a way they haven't been able to before that, look, don't come in tonight because we're going to have to close or come in because we're doing this or, you know, we're doing click and collect or drive-through, whatever it might be. But then, yeah, you've, you've sort of then got to wade through the, um, like you say, the, the hot takes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's everyone's got an opinion and a, a lot of it comes from, you know, our, our own particular perspective. And I, I think, particularly right now, everybody is affected. Um, you know, looking at it, maybe sort of jumping into to the story about the IBA has uh, advocated that the, the government um, have an assistance package and that it includes immediate excise relief. Um, and firstly, you know, good on them. You know, it is fantastic, um, you know, Breweries are hurting and hospitality is hurting, but I guess my Facebook feed is filled with, um, you know, I've got lots of friends who are freelancers, I've got a lot of friends who are entertainers, I've got a lot of friends, just because of the nature of what you and I do, are in the events business and, you know, caterers and tour companies, Um, and you're seeing how many of those have had a week of phone calls that are nothing but cancellations. Every event that I've been involved in for the next four months has been cancelled, and you know I look at it from my personal point of view and taking a hit uh, there. But then you think of the flow-on of the sound and lighting guys, the you know all of the food vans and all of these businesses that are directly affected, and you know I'm left wondering what can the government do. Across the whole of the industry, and it, it, it's 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 a really really uh, you know worrying time for everybody o- on the you know the, the government excise call. You know, one thing that the government can do, for example, is you know give some excise relief. Ex- the 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 way that excise is um, paid is really punitive um, on on breweries because they pay it well before they collect it, and that's something that I think that uh, the, the the government can absolutely do as a as an immediate assistance, but. It, it it's it's a really hard one because does the government uh just help, you know, blanket every every industry? And I and, and I don't know. It's 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 it really is for smarter people than I.
0: Couldn't have said it better. And look, we're toying with the idea oh, look do we, you know use this forum to I guess inform people, you know, about what's been cancelled and what's been postponed and all that sort of thing. But um we should give a shout out, Matt, to um, James and the crew over at the at the Crafty Pint, who have got a now uh, keeping local alive. Mm-hmm. I think is the, um, the the story, and I think Scott Kirkaldy um, was the one who penned it. Um, but it sort of uh, gives a good list of um, venues that you can you can help out Uh, because you touched on a very important thing there that's, you know, okay, you know, some of us are stuck at home. Um, So between the two of us, um, well, I don't know, speaking for myself, but I think, you know, around about 70% of my annual income has either been cancelled or or postponed, but I'm assuming it's all going to come back, you know, will uh will will manage but there are small businesses out there particularly the ones with uh you know small local crew of staff uh who are going to be doing it tough um so there's a really good resource there in the um uh, i guess a list a list of outlets to which you can show your support even if you are housebound
1: yeah i mean i got a lot of things there um i trying to keep in touch with everything that's been cancelled um you you just can't do it um we've as a site that focuses on the broader industry, um, we've tried to keep touch with the major industry events, but it's just such a dynamic um, time that you know, within minutes of uh, somebody posted asking about the AIBAs on the the Radio Brews news group, and um, you know, within an hour, we found out that it had been postponed. And it's just happening so quickly that that's where, as you alluded to earlier, social media. Um, is, is is very good, and, and businesses seem to be using it very, very proactively and very well to communicate their openings, their closings, their postponements, um, what they're doing. Sometimes I worry that you know our business is is in news, but at the same time, when things are moving very, very fast paced, sometimes you can actually get in the way of the news by. Trying to marshal it all um, because it, it 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 is happening very quick, and then that's where social media is, is a very powerful way to communicate those things. And if you are looking at a, um, a, a an event, look to that um, brewery or the uh, organisation's page because they're the probably the best ones to to communicate once they've made a decision. Um, we tend to often get the media release to communicate after they've already posted to their um, social media page. Um, and you, you just can't keep keep up. Uh, the, the other one you mentioned was the Crafty Pint um, has become the hub for um, you know save local. And we, we've had a couple of uh, people. I'm just going through my Facebook feed because yesterday we had uh, Matthew Beggs, who I know he's a teacher, educator, craft beer, sports, and whiskey enthusiast. Um, Matthew Beggs on Twitter um, pinged us. He was starting a Google document. Um For compiling a central database of online booze sales um from independent bars breweries um is the locus, uh, local uh, is the least I can do, so we can have a resource in one place and it, uh, an awesome initiative, but I can imagine you know, how hard he 's working trying to keep it up um keep it up to date, just judging it the, the number of things that are coming through my Twitter and Facebook feed at, at the moment.
0: Yeah, and I think, look, public service announcement, probably best if you if you do find something, you go, oh, okay, that's local, uh, I can support them. Probably just worth, as you suggested, jumping onto their Facebook page or their Twitter feed and just see what the latest from them is just to make sure that they haven't been forced to uh, change their either delivery or pickup or opening hours and, and that sort of thing. So just to save yourself a, an unnecessary trip.
1: I do worry that you know, like it's kind of like throwing my hands in the air and saying it's all too hard. But that the 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 mindset behind doing that is, I look at the you know my news feed, and you know even the the major news outlets are struggling to keep up. And then at the moment, we're also in an environment where you know whilst the news promotes itself um, as the fourth estate and you know being an important part of democracy it's also a business and its product is eyeballs um, well it, you know it's its currency is eyeballs and when everyone's got a take and you know they want to be the first that the information isn't always the best news and we don't want to contribute to that um, we don't want to feel that we have to be the first um, to you know, get things up, um, which can often lead to inaccurate information, and now's not the time for inaccurate information. So, um, you know, go to the source, um, whether it's the the, the government, um, whether it's the IBA, whether it's the, you know, organisation that's running the event, to, to get it directly from them.
0: Uh, and as you intimated, Matt, our first uh, story that we're going to quickly look at was the um, is the IBA asking for a government uh, survival package. The um, Independent Brewers Association is putting pressure on the government to help breweries deal with the fallout from the COVID-19 uh, situation. IBA Chair Peter Phillip wrote to the federal government asking for a survival package for breweries this week, uh, essentially increasing the small brewery excise rebate to $350,000. Uh, and it comes obviously very timely as the Prime Minister's ban uh, on the morning that that story was published or the media release was released um that pubs clubs restaurants offering services to more than 100 people indoors or 500 outdoors uh came into effect and again like
1: we, we we've covered it good you know this is why the uh the, the, the iba exists you know as, as a you know single point of contact for small independent brewers and um, there was a comment uh, on, on that, say, a, a retailer weighed in and said they should probably include retail and venues in that unless they are fine not having anyone sell their beers to, um, which I, I thought was a fairly uh, narrow-minded...
0: Well, per- perhaps not quite well thought through.
1: Well, and, you know, raises a point, yes, we do need retailers, but at the same yep. time, you know, the, the the question I posed was, were they uh, a member of the IBA? Um, you know, because the IBA needs resources to conduct this lobbying. You know, Peter Philip has been uh, very busy this week, as I'm sure all of the IBA members are, um, when they've got their own business in crisis. And then they're also lobbying on behalf of the broader industry. And fortunately, they do have a team of um, paid staff who can carry the can um, of, of the day-to-day workload. Um, but that, of course, needs resources. And uh, fine, you know, ha- have a, you know, have a crack at, the IBA and say this is what you really should be doing but um, are you inside the tent having a crack or are you just standing outside
0: Um, yep hey some good news Matt it's probably good to to pepper this uh, podcast with a bit of good news Um, CB launches their uh, 2021 traineeships Uh, As it attempts to navigate the industry-wide skill shortage, Carlton United Breweries has invested heavily in its trainee programs this year. Uh, The business has launched a raft of supply and graduate management traineeships along with summer internships and the newly introduced analytics and technology traineeships. They're offering the analytics and technology traineeships for the first time this year. Um, And uh, a spokesman for CB said that uh, as a business, it's making a move to focus on these areas. Um, This is something that I think, look, we, we could probably if we did a bit of research, uh, had a bit of time, got a bit of spare time, maybe we could do it in the next couple of weeks. Uh, look at the number of people who have come through, um, who started off to you know getting into the, the business through um, the many CUB traineeships, and obviously being the big house, uh, they're far more heavily resourced. But it's great that they, they do see that, um, particularly with the uh, technology side of things, that that's an area where perhaps they can uh, introduce some new uh, initiatives,
1: yeah. I was minded. So we we, we covered that because so I thought it you know was a good news story. You know, like we're happy to take the you know the the, the long handle to um, CUBN line on on occasions. Um, but this when deserved, yes, we, 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 when deserved. You know, like when they're not paying tax. But um, <laughs> then again, as they say, they do employ a lot of people, and this is a great example of where, where they do that. And I think you know I was minded when we were putting together the show notes. Earlier this week, Coles uh, advertised five thousand positions, and I was reading last night they had twenty six thousand applications um, for those five thousand wow. positions, and uh, I'm wondering how the, uh, the the HR team in uh, CUB is 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 coping where there's been a flood of trainee ships um, as people look for, for the chance to, to to start in one of the big houses. But it's yeah, look, great training ground. And you look at as you said, you look at some of the breweries that or some of the brewers um, that have come up through the 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 big houses, not just CUB, you know. Uh, little creatures, um, James Squire, uh, all all of the the, the big breweries um, that have gone on to work in in, in the craft industry. So it's a, it's a very very valuable training
0: ground. Yeah, and it's probably not dissimilar, and it's not an unfair comparison. Uh, as a hospitality person myself, uh, back in the day, you always had you know when you're going through your, uh, your your resumes for job applications, you'd always get that handful that you'd kind of you'd, you'd move across straight away into the you know, second round pile if they'd worked at somewhere like McDonald's because it just gave such a good uh, grounding in the basics um, that you could then, you know, uh, embellish and you could polish and, you know, the, the but the basic skills were sort of there. Um, and I think it's not unfair to uh, categorise, you know, uh, people who have worked at – because, you, you again, you look at the list of people who in their CV have things like, you know, whether it's Malt Shovel or um, – you know, James Squire Brewhouse uh, creatures particularly, um, or Matilda Bay, uh, who have gone on because it does. You know, I, I guess it's you're spoiled a little bit in that. Um, you know, if you need things, it's it's much easier to to sort of to get them. But it means that you also are exposed to a wider range of uh, technologies, of techniques, of raw materials, and all that sort of thing. So. Well done to them. We'll probably have it in the show notes. But is as I'm assuming there'll be a link um, if you are interested in taking up one of those traineeships. The story will be in the show notes, and
1: the article that it links to will have a, a link to uh, Seek where I think
0: they're all um, placed. Oh, there we go. All right. Uh, now, Matt, before we dive into a, a an expurgated version of the mailbag for this week, uh, it's really a short. Yes, it's an podcast. ad. But by way of I guess uh, updating and. Uh, showing that you know brewers and third-party suppliers and things can need to be smarter and and need to innovate and be a little bit creative um we had um an email from the guys at railings labels stickers and packaging indicating that they'd sort of had a few breweries who are increasing their or looking to increase their label or or sleeve orders because they're sort of uh, gearing up for the fact that they might sell fewer kegs because Uh, The venues may not be able to stay open, but people are obviously still going to want to drink their beer. So rather than, you know, doing 100 kegs and, you know, two pallets of cans, they're kind of doing it the other way around uh, to – assume the fact that people are going to be purchasing and drinking at home for a while as opposed to to going out.
1: Absolutely. And uh, they've said that with uh, the current situation, Rallings labels, stickers and packaging are getting more and more requests to increase the quantity on regular label orders so that brewers can produce more packaged beer as opposed to selling kegs to venues. If you find yourself in this situation and require shrink-sleeved cans or labels uh, for you to apply to your cans or bottles... Give the guys at Rallings a call on 1-300-852-235 to discuss your options. They're geared up to be able to help your business through this tough time, and I would like to wish all clients and breweries all the best in dealing with this situation. So, um, yeah, and, and Pete, just uh, on, on that, I guess, you know, some of the other, I mean, I, I wouldn't call it good news, but watching the way that some breweries are responding very creatively to a, to a very, very tough time. Um, you know, what, what have you seen? I saw... Uh, Um, Newstead in Brisbane, for example, uh, has come up in my feed and they're my local brewery. They... uh, Oh, yeah, like a click and collect. A click and collect, yeah. So a four-pack and a pizza for $30. So, you know, I, I guess... Yeah, anything that they can do to keep the cash flow going rather than a complete close. And uh, that's absolutely what I'm going to be uh, doing for dinner tonight um, because you can't buy a steak at the uh, supermarket at the moment or or your local butcher. Um, So, yeah, I'll be getting a a click and collect four-pack of uh, Newstead and a a pizza tonight. And I think, you know, I've seen a lot of breweries, um, uh, Slipstream uh, up here and also Ballistic have been doing free delivery to their local area
0: yeah yeah and, and look look out for i guess your your local um just remembering that, yeah, they are a small business. They do rely on, um, you know, there's not a lot of margin in it, but they do rely on that cash flow to sort of to keep the doors open, and keep things going. Um, you look at obviously the large scale things like the um, the Australian Grand Prix, which was supposed to be here in Melbourne last weekend or the weekend before, and um, which was cancelled literally on the morning of. Um, there's been some creative ways of, you know, that that food that was, um, you know, set out for the thousands of of tens of thousands of, um, of visitors that they expected. Um, the Salvation Army, um, Major Brendan Noddle did pretty well out, well out of it in terms of um, being able to utilise some of that that food. Fair share, I'm sure, uh, and other places like that jumped on board. Um, it really does show, and, you know, we, we've been talking about resilience a little bit, Matt. <laughs> um, it, it is interesting to see how how some people do respond and, and react um, in a really calm and innovative or you know a, a creative manner to um to sort of to solve some of the problems i did hear it made mainstream news this week that um cameron McInnes, who's the uh, the distiller at uh, four pillars down here in melbourne up in in Healesville, they've been making their own hand sanitizer uh out of aloe vera and now there's some there's some alcohol there's a I can't remember whether, whether it was the first run or the last run. There was something where they get a small amount of of alcohol that can't be distilled or can't be used or whatever. Um, but he said, "Oh, you know, we're struggling to find hand sanitizer. Um, we had a look at the you know the label, and it basically said it's it's alcohol and and aloe vera." So uh, I think a lot of people were hoping that they'd be able to get commercial quantities of it. Um, unfortunately, they're only able to do it for themselves. But that's again, you know, turning lemons into lemonade, I guess.
1: Yeah, Pete, I, I saw overnight that BrewDog has, <laughs> or that they've announced, as BrewDog often does, well, in <laughs> advance of actually having done anything, um, but they've, they've announced that they're going to uh, start making hand sanitizer out of their distillery. So I, I'm not quite sure how that works, but they need to denature the alcohol so they don't have to pay exercise on it. it, it excise or on or it. even excise. Yeah, sorry, yes. Um, <laughs> so they don't have to pay excise on it. Um, and, you know, you, you do that by adding a number of... Uh, I'd imagine um, but yeah so oh, okay. there have been apparently a number of other distillers or liquor industry people um, and perfume, perfumiers who are, who are doing that so I guess it's a, a, a good business idea um, although I, I believe that Brewdog have said that they're going to give it away so I don't know how that's going to work um, yeah. you know, so it's a great promotion for them but um, Brewdog are very good at that and uh, hopefully uh, you know, I think they said it'll be a week till it comes online but uh, you know a, again a, a, another great
0: initiative that's it. And yeah, sometimes we we wouldn't look for these, well, we wouldn't look for solutions to problems that didn't exist until the problem exists. And then all of a sudden you go, well, what about that sitting there lying around? What, what's something we can do with that? And, and that's what I think, you know, entrepreneurship and, um, you know, that, that small business spirit. Um, and that's why, again, I guess, you know, if there's one takeaway from this particular podcast, it would be to let you guys know. Support the small guys because at the end of the day, you know that's big business has a better chance of of survival anyway. They've got the they've got the fat that can sort of you know get them through the the lean winter months, so to speak. But um, if you can support your small local brewery or um, supplier, whether it be a coffee shop, bottle shop, um, you know whatever it might be, uh, get on board. Uh, Matt, we might do it just a, a quick mailbag because we did get a couple, obviously that are uh, relevant to to this. Phil Sharp on the Facebook group. Said, I'm really concerned about the impact of coronavirus on the independent beer community. Uh, all are small businesses, and a lot have started up in the last few years, so profitability and cash flow are critical for their survival through this crisis. Love craft beer, but I'm always price conscious, and while I buy independent beer, I do also buy from the big houses to fit in with my budget. I've decided today to reduce my beer consumption, but buy quality slash independent beer direct from the brewery um, to keep to help keep these small businesses afloat. So there's, again, it's, um, it's one thing to sort of, you know, scour social media and that sort of thing for, you know, what's, it, what's everyone doing about it? What's the government doing about it? What's going to happen with this? Um, sometimes we've just got to say, what can I do?
1: Like I recorded the um, intro to this week's Brewers' A Conversation where I uh, had a really great chat. Um, no doubt if you've got time on your hands, uh, you, you'll listen to it um, and I'd recommend it. Um, Donald Mace from Bridge Road Brewers. And it was part of the swing that we did in January during, you know, in the aftermath of the um, bushfires, um, just to you know, remind people that these guys need our support um, and to, you know, even if you cancelled your January plans or if if you want to get out there. And, and when I came to record the intro to it, I sort of thought, oh God, you know, like, it, you, haven't things changed so much when... And, and I'm not being, um, you know, I'm not trying for levity here. But in the much simpler times when we just had bushfires to to worry about, um, you know, and, and we could sort of focus on that one issue, um, and then I suddenly realised that well, you know, these guys have had a double whammy, but pretty much the entire economy is facing what they faced at the at at, at the start of the year, and mm. you know, it, it, it felt very odd. Um, w- Promoting people to yeah you know, go out to the high country when you can't travel, but you know your, your local businesses are all in 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 the same way, and that's where this um you know the, the the program that Crafty's championing, or you know just find your local businesses and support them. If you have to spend, um, get out and support your local businesses, and you know find a, a local butcher or a local baker or somebody who who, who you can help, um, and you know. As Phil said, you know, they're the people that don't have the financial resources to um to withstand these shocks. You know, they tend to be fairly low margin businesses. Um, and 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 breweries. Well, are and the particularly
0: same. as you said in relation to the IBA asking for the excise relief. Um, that okay, we've made the beer, we can store it. You know, if things come down in a month or two, I've still got some beer I can then sell. Yep. But once that beer, once that beer is produced and then invoiced, that's that's when the excise is due. So
1: I think it's even when it's made, isn't it? Well, when it it's made, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: it depends, uh, and and this is where it's like, a little bit different. If you have a like a bonded area within your brewery, I think you can you can like okay. stockpile there, and that's excise free until it comes out of there, until it's actually sent out. I'm not sure, but either way, it's a it's a, a big financial impost um, on the businesses. So yeah, you're spot on that. It's 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 um oh and didn't somebody or quite a few people have sort of suggested you know if you if your place of that you'd like to go to where you would normally go to um for either the number limitation reasons or for you know looking after their staff can't open as normal and you can't you know go down there and, and have a product whatever it is um to jump on and see if they can uh get a uh, a gift certificate or a you know a, a voucher for you know like a rain check sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and th- that's the big thing for me. And you know, yes, we can look to the government for, for, for support and in, in things like excise. That is something that they can do. Um, just like we're seeing, you know, rate holidays and things like that for, for people who are in need. But um, I, I guess people that do have jobs at the moment and have some continuity of income, which is is a big thing. Um, you know, have, have a think about the businesses that have highly casualised workforces. And um, that's one of the things for me. It's not just the, the business, but the people that, that, that you're helping. Um, and, you know, uh, some John Hull, um from uh, – oh, where is he now? I'm trying to think now. it's
0: not Steal This Beer. It's now um, uh, well, think, still has Drink Beer, th- Think Beer. Steal
1: This Beer and Think This think, – They're both beer, still going up, beer. but
0: yeah, Drink Beer, Think Beer –
1: so John suggested, let's face it, there's only so much beer that we can drink um, healthily at the moment um, and our health is very important um, at the moment as well. Um, but a, a gift voucher, um, if you can buy, you know, someone like uh, hop on Brewery Tours on the Gold Coast or on the Sunshine Coast, Sunshine Coast Craft Brewery Tours, Josh Donahoe up there, I was speaking to him, you know, he's just had a week of
0: cancellations. Oh, um, I was going to say, yeah, they would have, yeah had apart from the fact that like some people don't want to be on a minibus with you know five or six or 10 other strangers but also i guess he's going to be limited in the places that he can take the bus to anyway
1: yeah well places are closed but people are yeah. cancelling But that's a business that does have gift vouchers. So, yes, it is only uh, middle of March, um, but start thinking about, uh, you know, buying Christmas presents. And, you know, I'm sure some of these businesses, in order to get the cash flow now, uh, would, you know, happily give longer expiry dates than they would otherwise um, but you know it's not too silly to think about Christmas let's face it we've had um, hot cross buns on the shelves for six months so you know <laughs> start thinking about uh, Christmas now um, and you know those are the sorts of things that again it comes down to if your income is a little bit uh, tenuous you're going to be concerned about your, your yourself but if you do have the security of of income, then that's some of the ways that you can meaningfully uh, make a difference by giving some cash flow to help keep these businesses afloat and help them keep their staff on.
0: That's it. It's all about, uh, I guess, too. It's it's about keeping a positive attitude, um, and particularly if you've got family and you've got you've got kids, it's very important to sort of uh, not to sugarcoat it, but uh, to just sort of you know look for, the, I guess, you know, silver lining. Probably doesn't sound it, it, not the the right word I'm looking for, but. Um, it does lead us nicely into a letter that we'd like to finish up this podcast with, um, regular listeners will be familiar with, uh, Aaron Gladkey, who's a, um, Facebook group member, um, and a, like proper in his own words, he's a, he's a proper, uh, be a nerd. Um, so I'll read the, an email that he sent to, uh, directly to us. Uh, Hi to both of you and the rest of the Bruise News crew. You might recall I'm the guy who earlier this year won the Independence logo competition one week and then lost the let's not have cancer competition <laughs> a few days so later.
1: I, I shouldn't laugh, but he just expresses
0: it. It's just the way you well, said but this, it. And, and this is why I want to finish with this one, Matt, because yeah. it, it just does show the, the value of a, of a positive attitude. And um, you know, if you think you're bad off because you can't get you know your 16 or 24 rolls of toilet paper. Um I thought I'd give you a quick update on where things are at and also to try to show that amid the doom and gloom and of the coronavirus outbreak and the rash of cancelled beer events, it's possible to find just the slightest silver lining amongst it all. Firstly, my treatment. I'm now in week five of radiation therapy, having undergone 22 individual radiation sessions as well as two rounds of chemo. 13 more to go and one more chemo session to go, but who's counting? Things appear to be heading in the right direction and the main lump in my neck has shrunk significantly, which is great. The side effects of the treatment are pretty crap, but they are to be endured and laughed about later, including the fact I've now gone 30 days without a beer. My longest abstinence since the days of taking footy pre-season way too seriously back last century. (laughs) Uh, Secondly, and this is the important bit, Matt, silver linings there have been many beer uh, events cancelled due to the coronavirus response and i read yesterday on the facebook group that uh, good beer week 2020 has now also been postponed until yesterday this year's uh, good beer week would have been the first one i missed since i started attending them six years ago if it's rescheduled for later in the year there's a reasonable chance i might be able to attend dependent upon a return of a a sense of taste uh, and of course some recovery News of the cancellation is no doubt close to a disaster for a whole range of brewer suppliers, event staff, et cetera. Um, and I feel genuinely feel for those impacted. But yesterday, in a little coronavirus bunker down in Geelong, a formerly bearded, brewery T-shirt-laden beer nerd heard something that at least for him resembled good news. Uh, isn't it awful um, that even your silver lining can make you feel guilty? Hope all is well with you guys, and thank you for keeping me sane these last few months. And I think that's, that's spot on, Matt. I, think I And look, I hope over the next couple of months that we can um, keep you guys sane, particularly if you're having to work from home or if you find yourself with a little bit more spare time on your hands, but perhaps a little less cash. Um, this is still free. We'll, 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 we'll keep recording and giving you something. And I think too, Matt... And that's um, thanks.
1: And, you know, again, we're able to do that um, and not put it behind a paywall or anything like that because Crymalt, um, who are great supporters of ours, and uh, even the, 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 the Rallings guys, and, you know, we make light of the, the commerciality of it, but we couldn't do it if it wasn't for businesses like that supporting us. And I, I guess that's part of what we're saying is support the businesses so they can keep giving you back the things that you uh, enjoy.
0: Yeah. Obviously, Matt, just by way of public service announcement for our loyal listeners, uh, our beer is conversation. Obviously, those activities need to be curtailed a little bit. It's a lot harder to catch up with the people that we were hoping to. Uh, And a lot of the ones that we had um, coming up uh, in the near future uh, were international brewers and guests who obviously now have uh, changed plans. So we what are we going to do? Are we going to, can, we, can we do a... Oh, mate, we, we do it the way that we're doing all? it now. We can
1: do it by uh, Skype. We can, you know, phone chats. Uh, but I, I guess the, the big thing is that there are going to be people who are trapped at home um, and uh, possibly with more time on their hands. So I, I was going to sort of dig into the vault and find some of the... Uh, particularly some of the old episodes that when we used to run it all as a, as a single show with you yep. and I discussing the news and then the interview, um, and you know, God, if any, I, I find it hard to listen back to the fresh news, but you know, <laughs> five-year-old uh, news just doesn't
0: um, uh, doesn't appeal to me. So it'll be interesting though to to go back into the archives and and kind of look at what the, the hot-button topic issues were there and do we look at it now and go, oh, I can't believe we thought that was important. Oh, I can't believe we did, didn't do that sooner or whatever it might be. So hopefully, yeah, we can we can, we can give our listeners a, a little bit of a ray of sunshine in these <laughs> well, well,
1: times. We'll, we'll, we'll give them something to occupy their time, whether it's a well, ray of sunshine or it's <laughs> a matter for others to, to discuss.
0: Well, because don't forget too, listening to your favourite podcast, uh, it takes up a lot less bandwidth, I assume, than say streaming your Netflix. Because yeah. I know here, with, you know, because uh, I've got one of my daughters uh, finishes up today. So they've, they've added an extra week to the, well, not a week to the school holidays. They're doing a uh, learning from home um, along with um, everyone else here who's working from home. So there's going to put a bit of a strain on our bandwidth, which is stressed anyway. I mean, I'm trying to watch narcos out here and, you know, the kids are trying to watch Stranger Things in the other room and they can, you know, keeps buffering and whatever. So. You know. But if that's the worst thing I've got to worry about, I'll just go, I oh, know what? I'll listen to podcasts. So there you go. So that's, I might listen to a few old ones, Matt, of ours and um, are they all available to us still or do we need to kind of re release them well, on- I, I
1: think that I've got uh, our producer Joe looking at that at the moment because when you go to iTunes it only shows a hundred. Um, and I sort of think, Oh gee, that's it, oh, it, it, Where's it, our other three? 200. Remember, it, it, it's been <laughs> 61 since, Yeah, you know, well, it's 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 being episode two hundred sixty one, oh, no, yeah, I know. Um, but God, we would be well over um, five hundred episodes, I'd imagine. Four um, hundred, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah four hundred probably. With the beers, conversations, and the the brews, news, lives, and the extra ones we do, like the the Gabs hottest one hundred countdown and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. So anyway, but there's plenty of content um, if you, yeah, you know, if you've we'll,
0: got, we'll look after you, folks. So yeah. you you do the right thing. You go to your local brewery, uh, get something nice. Crack that, put it in, pour it into a nice glass um, that you've hopefully bought from a, a small independent retailer, and uh, have a listen. And just and, for a uh, bit we'll, of shameless we'll
1: self-promotion. Um, you've got more time on your hands uh, to rate and review us because it does help.
0: That's right. Jump on iTunes right now, what what, are
1: you or, for? Uh, or your other favourite podcasting platform,
0: yeah, wherever it might be. But, uh, yeah, gives us a thanks. And speaking of thanks, Matt, thanks very much to CryMalt, to Relling's label stickers and packaging, and to our very good friends at Beer Cartel who look after our uh, letter of the week, and uh, to yourself and to all the crew. Hope everyone stays well.
1: It, it, they're all at home, so hopefully, hopefully, they are. Um, Claire's had a bit of the cold that I've had as well, so I'm not sure whether she gave it to me or I gave it to her. But um, yeah, and most importantly, to you know all of our uh, listeners and friends and brewing industry people, um, you know, take care, um, support each other, you know, be kind, be patient, um, and just you know sort of support each other um, because ultimately, we're going to be here for a little while. Um, before this uh, all goes away and uh, we need each other more than ever.
0: That's it. Stay positive. Thanks to you all for listening and um, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Bruce Newsweek. Cheers, Matt. Cheers, Pete. See you all soon. And we're out. Boom.